This morning, outrage taking over the streets of New Haven. Protesters demanding that the two officers who shot at an unarmed couple near Yale University Shocking surveillance video taken from different angles shows the moment two police vehicles pull up to a parked car and immediately officer from Hamden Police Department arrive on scene, jump out of the car, and instantly unload a barrage of bullets. A Yale University officer shooting from the other side before sprinting away not even taking the time to put his car in park. The crossfire hitting 22-year-old Stephanie Washington as she was sitting in that parked car. And then my girlfriend just yelling like, they shot me, they shot me, they shot me. Her 21-year-old boyfriend, Paul Witherspoon, next to her in the driver's seat. I mean, I heard gunshots and stuff before, but it's a different feeling of somebody shooting at you than the police. Authorities claimed the shooting happened because the driver made an abrupt movement and ignored commands. And according to police, there was no weapon inside the car. Okay, it's a at dark black one. We're gonna speak about this video that you just heard or saw, where these two black people were sitting outside of their car around a around Yale University, and they were gunned down by police uh, or shot at by police. If you look at the video, this was clearly an ambush. Clearly an ambush. This won't be like a long broadcast, podcast, whatever. But what I want black people to stop doing is falling under this myth about community policing, about you know, the cops need better training. The cops need retraining. Okay. This is a big problem that I see. Okay. The person who I took this video from was running that narrative. The problem isn't police training. The problem isn't community policing. The problem is white supremacy. Why do I say that? Because these cops know, look, it's better for me to kill somebody because I know ultimately I might lose my job, but I'm not going to face any jail time. Okay. Now, if we were living under a system of white supremacy that actually punished race soldiers like this where there was actual death penalty things of that sort where cops knew okay if I go to trial I'm going to lose the case then there you would see less of these type of shootings less of these type of ambushes like this this has nothing to do about training. The cops know what the hell that they're doing. Okay. They're trained. They The thing is, they're like, I'm taking your life before you take mine. And if a couple innocent people get killed, so be it. Because I'm coming back home to my family. I'm not... I'm not going to be going going I'm not nobody's going to be coming knocking on my door talking about an end of watch you know that's not happening
so I'm going to kill whoever before I get killed. That's not happening. These race soldiers don't have any true penalties for killing black people, for mistreating black people. You may lose your job. Okay, you may you may lose your job. That's fine. You'll you get hired somewhere else at another department. As Neely Fuller Jr. says, white supremacists don't get fired. They get transferred. In other words, if you got an issue with somebody at your job, they'll just put them somewhere else. They won't get fired. A lot of black people don't have that option. But let's just stay at the topic on hand. Let me say, let me tell you first and foremost, I really don't have any problems with cops. If, if somebody breaks inside my house, that's probably the first person I'm going to call. I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to show the cops the video of the person breaking in my house. And that's going to be that. Right? I, I don't have any hood homies. I can hit up and say, hey, you know, do y'all know this guy and get street justice? That I, I don't know anybody. I'm a regular civilian. And I won't speak ill on cops or, or all cops. You know what I'm saying? But I, what I will say is that um, a lot of... It's a lot of uh, bad cops that are in the department. But how can you really call out these policemen or how can you call out some of these white supremacists when they have a blue wall of silence and if you break that blue wall of silence you become like that guy what's that guy um what's the guy i think his name was christopher dorner right and he was this big bald head black guy that all of the police feared because he he took out a couple he took out a couple who who had a father that worked within the police department and they ended up killing him in Big Bear setting his cabin on fire but he wrote a manifesto and you have to read that manifesto and basically what it was was the spook who sat by the door this was a guy who was in the off in the um, police rankings and the stuff he said in his manifesto wasn't like nut job shit. He was talking about how he was trying to bring um, justice within the criminal, I mean, within the police department. But he in ultimately got exiled and shunned. And because he was seen as a whistleblower, he could never find work anywhere else at any other department. Period. Okay. So that leads me to believe that there are some black people that work in the police department that understand the system of white supremacy and they're kind of gridlocked. They don't they they're in between a rock and a hard place. They want to speak out against certain injustices, but they can't. And they feel like they're outnumbered and they'll never be able to get a job again. So I won't put the blame on all cops, but I'm just saying there are some cops out here with a thirst for just murdering black people. 
I mean, specifically black people. You know, you are you don't give them no benefit of the doubt. You don't give them no. It's it's no amount of retraining that can retrain racism. It's like Starbucks. Okay, <laughs> Starbucks have had has had that policy about the restrooms and all of that stuff. It's no retraining you could do to 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 change someone's bias or racist thoughts about a person that's already programmed within them so we need more pro-black brothers and pro-black sisters to join the law enforcement um we need more pro-black brothers and pro-black sisters to join law enforcement what we have right here is a race soldier that went on an ambush this has nothing to do with community policing there was a shooting that happened in milwaukee maybe i think it was two or three years ago they set a gas station on fire it was really bad it was a really really bad riot i believe it was two or three years ago and and the police officer that shot and killed uh this black person was a friend was like a childhood friend of the person he shot he just so happened to become a cop so this whole community policing thing the cop who shot the who shot the guy in, in Milwaukee, this was a childhood somebody everybody in the neighborhood knew. So that's a myth. The problem is white supremacy because these these cops know once they go in front of a judge and they have to face the fire, what's the first thing um, that happens? Media. Media starts to work, get the work in. The gears start turning as far as who, which side are we going to take? As you see with the Muhammad Noor case, they're doing whatever they can to get all of this stuff against Muhammad Noor. Right? When it was, when it's somebody else, when it's a white cop that shoots down a black person, they take the, they take the side of the white person. Oh, well, Eric Garner didn't really die for chokehold. He died off of heart disease. So, you know, they tried to switch the narrative. Okay, so. This whole thing where black people fall into this myth about community policing. Okay, it's just it's a myth. It is a myth. They do, they do not need to be retrained. They know what they're doing. When you shoot at a car. As many times as these officers shot at that car, that's an ambush. Okay, one shot, two shot, maybe three shots. Okay, all right. You you waiting for somebody, you kind of ducking down, waiting for somebody to fire back. No. When you let off that many rounds, that is an ambush. And these people join the force whatever with whatever uh, white supremacists cult beliefs that they have and when they get on the job and they work in these poor black neighborhoods or they work in different black areas and they start to they start to uh confirm whatever stereotypes that they have in their mind and it only it only infuriates them and and makes them have certain you know makes them makes their racist belief that much more violent where they want to harm somebody so and another thing i notice is 
uh, black people kind of blaming each other about how we should conduct ourselves. We have this thing where we believe that if we conduct ourselves a certain way, we won't get harmed or we won't get killed. We have to comply. We have to stop dressing a certain way. We have to start doing this and we have to stop doing that. And a lot of times, black people fail to realize that we're under a system of white supremacy where your skin, automatically your skin, uh, qualifies you to be murdered and mistreated. Okay, it's nothing that you can conduct your way or get your way or do the right thing. Either way, if somebody has a, a target on you and they, they have a mind of their own where they, they're going to just take you out no matter what. There's nothing you can really do about it. So um, that concludes my video. Leave your thoughts uh, below. It's Dark Black One. Progressive Black Intelligence. Black First Fact First. And I'm out. Peace.